I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job. It's our 10 year anniversary, bitches! It's like a tribe called Quest. You say the whole thing. So we're not using cat wings no more? Like a tribe called Quest. You say the whole thing. You'd be like, don't touch my boy. <laughs> That's your one, one time to touch the bull for the day. Um, what's up, kickbackers? How the hell y'all doing out there, man? It is um, our Uno Dos Tres, Quantum Sequel Series, also the Women CFD DAs, Erdogan, Twa, Consign, C Set, We Nerf, these Own Dudes, Threads, Cutos, Oh, it's Damn, I'm going 15. I mean, you can count in multiple languages like I can, you know, even sign language. Oh my God. 10, 10 year anniversary. Um, I am very happy. Uh, it's definitely a milestone. Of course, it's st the show started as a internet radio show. Then we, uh, as I said many times, then became an internet TV show. Then became a Facebook live show. Then reluctantly, we made it a podcast. And that's probably the best decision. Um, and you were actually a part of that decision. I found the post. It was a... Uh, me and you, like JB, why don't you see them on Facebook? And Sam, we're really having conversations. Um, but let me introduce this uh, internet radio, internet TV, Facebook Live podcast that we have. It's a pod named Kickback, like a child called Quest. You, you say the whole thing. thing. Also known as the Black CNN and the revolution will be, be televised. I'm now Tariq Numan. AKA No Breaks New, The Righteous Ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Monday. Monday. For 10 years straight, we right back at it. I am the Black Savage, the Magneto of my people. <laughs> you know, it's another phrase every week. It should get longer and longer. Lord, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Melanie Dion, also known as I Am So Mellow, the Queen of Creeps, the Breaker of Men, also known as the Conscious Creep. Here for another week, week, week. week. That was your Merlin Monroe? My <laughs> <laughs> sexy voice. Um, as Little you can man. see, J. Lou not here. J. He, Lou, um, what it do? J. Lou, what it do? But he'll be back next week. Um, let's start there, man. Let's start there. Um, just about the 10-year anniversary. Well, I guess let's do our sponsors. We didn't start the show as sponsors, but we do have them now. We have... Uh, my agency for all your insurance needs. Make sure you all at me or J. Lou. Um, Mo's Marvelous Cleaning. Welcome back, Mo. I, Mo just came clean for the first time. I feel like forever. And the records are dusted and my condoms are put up nice and neat. And the sex toys are in the box. It's just clean in here, guys. It is so clean. Um, you can eat off a girl. And um, 
Speaking of Adolfo Girl, MySexRoom.net, another one of our sponsors <laughs> for all the sex toy news oh, and lingerie and any of that good stuff. Holler at MySexRoom.net. And um, that, that's it. That's it for all our sponsors. You want to uh, plug uh, the restaurant and the um, meals? Uh, sure. Make sure if you're in Atlanta, um, you want to have some good food, come on down to the Lawrence. Um, I have several dishes on the menu right now. So come on, show love. Uh, my fried chicken is on the menu every Sunday. So if you specifically want that, you need to go on Sundays. So, yeah. That's the, to that, see you there. That's the Lawrence, no Issa. Correct. So, Mel, high low. What you got? High low, high low. Um, so I, oh, I guess, yeah, because we didn't have an episode. So I have another dish on the menu. Uh-huh. Um and it rolled out about a week ago, and it is going bananas. And what's this? It's my airline chicken breast dish. Mm. I was telling you about with the tomatoes mm. and leeks. It's cooked in wine, in white wine. Um, Why do you call it airline? It's the way that it's cut. So it's like a half a chicken breast. And you know, with the chicken breast, the wing is attached to the breast, right? Mm-hmm. So the way that it is, the half of the breast with just the little drumstick the little drumette part that's still attached. The other part of the wing is cut off. Okay. So that's just the cut of Some the chicken. Some people eating that shit on the gristle. Oh, I eat the gristle. I might nibble on it. Oh, I'd be fucking up some gristle, especially like on some ribs. Oh man, I will mm-hmm. fuck up some gristle on some ribs. Like I just love the crunch. <laughs> I could just not, yeah. I'd be fucking up some gristle. Anyway, um, so my dish is on the menu. Um, and it, like I said, it's going crazy. It has, um, it's served with cauliflower rice. I try to make it like kind of healthy. Um, mm-hmm. so it's served with cauliflower rice and as well, um, bulgur wheat, which is a Greek, uh, wheat they use it in Tbilisi salad. Anyway, so it's served with that and like mushrooms and shallots and stuff like that with some lemon juice. It's really, really good. It's, it's not too heavy. It's perfect for like the spring and summer. So people have really, really been loving it. Um, and I'm pleased to see it doing so well on the menu. So yeah, that was my high, my low. Well, and it did. So, oh, this is an update. So, remember, I thought I had a heart attack, right? So this week was my doctor's week. So I went to like I had multiple doctor's appointments. My dog had a doctor's appointment. We was all at the doctor on Thursday. So, um, turns out I did not have a heart attack. Um, they did an EKG, but because I've had um, some chest pain while I've been working out, they said I can't work out. Okay. So that's my low. Because I was doing really well uh, with my workout routine. I was starting to feel like I was seeing some changes and stuff. Um, so I can't g- work out until I go back to the doctor on May 11th. Okay. But I really want to work out. You got them trips coming up. Yeah. So. And, uh, 75 hard is coming up. and I think that is May 1st. I'm starting to, uh, tomorrow. That's like a workout routine, a particular diet, you know, how much you gotta meditate per day, you gotta read a certain amount of chapters of a book a week. Just 75 days of just living your best life. You have to have two 45 minute workouts, one indoors, one outdoors. Per day? Mm-hmm. Oof. I think I'm gonna have a regular workout, like weights or whatever the hell, and then I'm just gonna walk on my lunch break. We'll eat and then walk for the last 45 minutes. That'll be my, cause day job, night job, I ain't gonna have, 245 unless I use my lunch break. Uh, but I walk on my lunch damn day every day anyway. Um, 
Not my, so yeah, you won't be able to do that. But I'm gonna send you the information. It's kind of cool. Okay. Like it, um, because you might start a week later, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll cool. take a look at it. Um, you know, uh, oh my high, well my high since the last time I've seen you guys was my birthday. Yeah. Turned the big twenty nine for the twenty nine twenty ninth time. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm trying to help when I can. Really, what I was wanting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Be cool, baby. Okay. Be cool, baby. Okay. Who's the womp, Took it off the board. Sorry, it's gone. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I turned forty-six. Uh, feel real good about that. It was a chill birthday. Um, we did a potluck brunch, and I got apparently super, super wasted. It was sitting around smiling and eating food while I was asleep, which sounds like a good time. Sounds like a good time. And I, I've seen pictures of me where I just got the biggest cheesy grin on my face. I'm like, dang, I, I was happy. Nigga, JB said, you were so thrilled. I'm like, thrilled? <laughs> Nobody ever used the word thrilled with me. I was thrilled? I'm like, okay, I guess I was thrilled. You were super happy then. Yeah, yeah. And that's then, good. um. Huh? I said, that's good. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And once again, I apologize for missing it. Well, you made up for it because you took me uh, to the boiler black owned. Uh, it was not intentional. I, I believe you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Shut up. Don't that sound like a smack at the beginning? It does. This is a, Be cool, baby. Be cool, baby. Okay. It does sound like a smack. <laughs> he he's he's smoking a cigarette and he's like, shh. But I think I got this shh. The last exhale. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like be cool, baby. Okay. <laughs> that is not okay. Oh, real quick, I was listening to Gunplay new album. Mm-hmm. I like Gunplay. Gunplay just ratchet, but I love the music. He got a pimping song, and it is so politically incorrect now. To me, too, like it's a cancelable song. He's really talking about pimping, and I put my hands on you, bitches. Where is that from? Where is that from? Like the Mac or something? Yeah, that's okay. what the Mac. That's what the Mac. And I'm like, usually the pimp song on the album is just my favorite song on the album. It's always like I'm a player. You know, Pretty Ricky or New Hefner, all that shit. I was listening to that song. It was cringeworthy because he made it like, like, this year. Oh, it came out this, like, you, oh, you wrote no. that song in 2022? Oh, no. You got to read the room, baby. <laughs> you got to read the room. Truly, you have a dizzying intellect. <laughs> you yeah. don't know that you should not be doing that. But the album's good. Just skip past that song. Um, yeah. Wow, um, the audio sounds really good. <laughs> let me see. Yeah, I sound, I sound good, too. Ladies, let me know how it sounds, ladies. Oh, no, in the oh my gosh, shut up. Sound. I'm about to mute him. <laughs> um, and that's, that was my high of the week. My, I didn't really have a low. Um, I got to relax a little bit this week. Um, not doing the show. Why don't, I, we intended to not do it. Right, and it was your birthday. It, exactly. It's always a kind of like, oh, we're going to do the episode this week. So we got a lot to talk about, so we're going to try to get to it as soon as possible. So fuck that, that's our high low. Try to get to this shit. Um, my left stroke just went viral. We have to pause the show really quickly to give some RIPs. First, to DJ K Slay, the drama king, one of the most influential DJs in the history of hip hop, most known for being the drama king, having those battle mixtapes where one guy this and one guy. Instead of going to a playlist, you would go to a mixtape and hear the songs back to back. He's also known for doing, I forget the name of the song, but it's like three versions of it. Each version of the song is like four hours long. And he has videos for these songs. So I, one day I literally just pushed play and clean the house and try to get through as much as I could. 
the song is like an hour two, maybe three hours long, and everybody's on. He's like, I remember that. That came out like last year or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah. I think we tried to. I think we cut it on in the background while we was on the pod. If I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, in my mind, I, I, okay, in the app it says Jay Slay. So apparently I just wrote it as it says, but I knew it was K Slay. So just, I'm all good, all good. Blind. Rest in peace to K Slay. Yeah. Condolences to his family. Rest in peace to the ATL Zone, Archie Eversole. We ready. We ready. Oh, you remember that song? Mm-hmm. Um, rest in peace. The, the, um, you know, rest in peace, prayers and condolences to his family, friends and fans and loved ones. But this was heartbreaking because his brother killed him. Yeah. In his sleep. He walked in the room and shot him while he was asleep. Because then they get into like a fight or something. Yeah, but I mean, it's still some sucker shit. You don't shoot nobody in their sleep. Like, it's not self defense at that point. Right, like the girl, the, mm-hmm. the, the white uh, model chick, yeah, the, um, African dude mm-hmm. standing in the sleep. Yeah, it's not self defense, bro. We got yeah, we got to get rid of that 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 way of thinking. Cause I remember Eddie Murphy was talking about um, he smacked his girlfriend in the argument. She got so cool to me, I got scared. She said, "Why don't you just go to sleep?" This is just <laughs> you know what? You're right. I did bring that on myself. You're right. Why don't you just go to sleep? He said she scared the shit out of him so much. He just left the house. It's my house. I just left. I'm so scared. But um, yeah, you gotta relax on that, man. Um, for real. Still prayers up to all the families involved. That that family's losing two two people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's terrible. It is. We gotta get all the terrible shit out the way first. And we're gonna go. Um, skip to Johnny Depp's trial. Mm-hmm. Child. I normally don't follow this shit like this, but I was just fascinated by the information that was coming out. She threw a bottle, two bottles at him and lacerated it. He's lost a part of his fucking finger. finger. Uh-huh. Um, apparently, the mental abuse was there. She was on drugs and just like, what, what are people doing? But he also said some wild shit to her, too, because he was yeah. like, I, I, I can't wait to fuck your burnt corpse or some shit mm-hmm. like that. You know? that, that, that. That's how white people cuss at each other. They say <laughs> the wildest shit. <laughs> fuck me gently with a chainsaw. What the fuck does that mean, ma'am? <laughs> but... Yeah, that, that shit, it's a lot going on there. Um, I can't pretend that I care a whole lot. I don't. Um, but, you know, whenever there's a, I, what did grab me was I saw people, women like, well, fuck him, do what he deserved. And men, men do this forever. And I'm like, oh my God, like, it's no love, huh? This was, fuck men, okay. Um, so that kind of caught me. But I don't want to spend too much time on that. Hopefully the, the trial is resolved and they get a favorable outcome. Yeah, because he's suing her for defamation because yeah. he's like, no, you're making it seem like I abused you and I like I physically hit you. And yeah. And the audio recording, she and Mr. Hitting him. Yeah. And she said it like like it made sense. She was like, I didn't punch you, I hit you. Right. Ma'am. Ma'am? <laughs> Truly, you have a dizzying intellect. <laughs> the fuck? But um, yeah, everybody keep your hands to your damn self, man. Unless... You're trying to bring your woman to an orgasm, and then you need to put your hands on her. Oh like, that, that's what you need to do. Put your hands on her. And our uh, male's favorite category of the week. We got to mute it and unmute it, and mute it and unmute it. But you, no, you left out Janelle Monet. Oh shit! Look at you. I can't believe I left them out. Yeah, she's not them. She still is. Oh, so she's them. She's no. them and they. No, she's still she. 
She's she the, yeah. She she's like I'm not not she's I'm not. So Janelle Monet has come out as being non-binary, and um, but she still claims her feminine side. So she's still mm-hmm. a she. She's still claiming but, she. Well, she she's claiming both. That's what she's a they. She. I think she said she's going by the pronoun she. If she. I think that's what the article said. If it, okay, I started referring to her as them and they when she first came out as non-binary, um, but it was just like a, a blob, like a paragraph or a tweet or something. Mm-hmm. And then she went over your table talk, and, and I didn't watch that entire interview, but I saw parts of it. She said um, her evolution, like her decision to be non-binary, non-binary, has evolved. So it may have evolved to the point where she is using the pronoun she, but I do believe. The okay. way it was introduced initially was, don't refer to me as she, refer to me as they because I'm mm-hmm. non-binary. But she said um, in that interview that like this thing has evolved and she did recognize her feminine side as well as her masculine side. Mm-hmm. So, um, But she definitely leaned more feminine. Yeah. So, I've been calling the they so long. She's also pansexual. And she, I saw she's a very picture free. of her. Like, she's always been pretty, but she's kind of weird. I like, really like, like her outfits and shit. I saw her like in like a, a gown or something, not a, a dress, a sexy dress, going to something. Mm-hmm. That's what I was, I was like, like, Janelle Monet got body. Damn. Yeah. That's what I was like. I would love to have her body. I would love to have her body too. Oh, but I don't. I think we mean two different ways. We might mean the we same do. way. I don't know. But I'm telling you, that is a beautiful woman. Jesus. Yeah, God. I feel like God I was the one that pointed it out to you. I don't know. You may be. You may have. Because um, it was on Facebook. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think I was like, oh, look at Janelle. Hey, she got yeah. Oh, mm. sorry, yeah. Santi. Um, but I'm the, the non-binary thing. It is interesting, um, and I, I'm trying my best not to be judgmental. Um, but I don't quite understand it. But uh, I, I wish her well, her, they, well, whatever the proper pronoun is. Uh, forgive me for not knowing because we saw, you know, two different uh, releases. But I don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird when talking about it or like trying to remember which one to say and which one not to say. But I don't give a shit. If she's happy and her mates are happy, what'd you do? I'm doing weird product placement. And <laughs> <laughs> we got to make sure we list the cup, cups up doing all the crazy stories. So, Gia Casey doesn't come. But nah, and I gotta talk about that because people pissed me off with their coverage of that particular thing. Well, um, wait, with what? DJ Envy and oh. his wife Gia. But um, Janelle Monet, we're happy for you. We support you. Can I take a speed? Of course. That, that's why I was right there. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. going to, but I was like, you know, fuck it. Why, why, why weren't you going to? Because I've been drinking mimosas. Oh, oh, oh shit. They're gonna be making booty calls. I already <laughs> got some before I came. So I was a little late. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> so, um, what else? Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, this or that? Hey, let's get what, to what, it. Were you done with uh, Janelle? Yeah. You can get with this or you can stop biting that shit, though. You, you behind the logo. I am. It's okay. Um, so they know it's kind of fat. Yeah. Yes, you um, DJ Envy and his wife Gia Casey um, wrote a book. A thing called Real Life, Real Love. 
I believe, and it tells the story of their relationship and their um, trials and tribulations with infidelity. And what's caught all of you guys' attention was the lack of uh, orgasms on Gia's part um, to start their relationship. Now, they started dating when they were 15. They, they say that they figured for about the first 10 years, she wasn't having orgasms. That's going until 25. They've been married for 21 years. So the last 11 years, she says she's been having amazing orgasms. I think they handled it properly. I, my only critique is that the conversation should have been had earlier. She should have given them an opportunity to correct it, and she should have looked for ways to correct it herself early on, as opposed to faking orgasms. Um, what my, my little pin was on on that? My, my stop faking orgasms pin. Where? My, my, mine in front of Roblox. Oh, there it is. I see. Oh, I'm definitely an advocate of this, ladies and gentlemen. We must, we must stop faking orgasms. Um, I, I will not blame a man or woman for doing it because it's like that's I'm not blaming you, but it's not to your benefit. Um, I will just say this though: as a woman, it's difficult talking to men about things that they can improve in the bedroom. So I can see her, especially with being with him for since she was such a at such a young age, like 15 is really young. Um, so, and at that point, you really don't even know your body like that to know what you even like. So I could see, especially maybe the, up until like 21, her being like, I really don't know. Cause a lot of people are just inexperienced. You know what I'm saying? They just don't know what they like. Um, but I will also say, DJ Envy does not give me good dick vibes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nothing about him makes me think that he's amazing in bed, that he is just like a king dingling and just laying it down. Like nothing about him. He doesn't give me that. He does not give me, I, I like, will blow your back out. Mm-mm. Have you climbing on the walls? Like he don't give me that at all. So. I don't have a comment on that. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm glad that they were able to work on it, you know, mm-hmm. and that things have improved, but yeah. MP don't give me good dick vibes. Yeah, you can like girls, girls, ladies. We can smell good dick. He does not have that. I'm sorry. I think that's a light skin judgment, but it's not. Know. It has nothing to do with him being light skin. He just don't give good dick vibes. Period. Okay. Um, because Drake light skin. He he does give good dick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who else is light? Chris Brown will give you some good dick too. Well, who was that to say? Chris Brown? Oh, the girl that uh, tried to accuse him of rape said he was the best dick she ever had in her life. So it's not a light skin thing. He just don't have no good dick. Envy does not have good, good dick energy. Okay. Um, I, you know, I want to pivot a little bit to faking orgasms. Um, I assume it's to stroke the man's ego or to get the man to stop, to finish. So you fake it so he feels good or you fake it so he still feels good but so he'll stop. I think one is, in one area, you just want to please your man, make your man happy. And another area is like, I'm tired of fucking, they can get out. Is that, are those the reasons women fake orgasms? Yes. I don't fake orgasms though. How far? Like, I've never faked an orgasm in my life. And niggas will be like, did you come? No. 
I think that's so much better. Remember, remember Damon Wayne's stand-up comedy years ago? He's like, lady, stop faking it. Cause you make this motherfucker that's fucking you with his neck. And not no, no lower body movement, just the neck. You make that motherfucker think he's doing something. Like, stop faking it. And he's like, you really want to get some good sex? This lady and, and sorry reading the book while he fucking. Like, you gonna put this book down, baby! You gonna put the book down! <laughs> oh my god. But I, I'm just saying, like, with me, I find out, I, I, I don't have, have proof, but I'm 100% sure a woman that's had to affect it at some fucking point with me. Um, my man said yesterday, well, uh, I, don't, I don't understand why women fake orgasms anyway, because niggas be, you know what I'm saying? I like, dog, women have been complaining about men not caring about their orgasm for as long as I've known women. No, I can't be true. They can't be true. I'm like, do you talk to women, dog? Like, well, what women are you talking to? And I had to go through this Facebook group, this group, like, male, the girls, Jay, I talked to everybody, nigga. They're saying that the, the general consistency is men don't care. And he's like, but I care, so I don't understand how men don't care. Like, you aren't all men. Right. All right, dog. Like, you got to understand, like, and he just finds it so hard to believe. And he, because he communicates so much, he finds it hard to believe any woman ever fake with him. Now, I'm like, I over-communicate. But I, I look at it as twofold. I think um, women know how much I get off on orgasm. Mm-hmm. So that could be like a, they could feel good because they know my reaction is going to be so great to their orgasm, um, which is tricky. But the other one is, I would think that they'd be like, no, this nigga's going to try everything. I can tell him to make no. So yeah, we, you know, we might be in another 30 minutes, but I know I'm going to get a nut if I tell this nigga I ain't come yet. So, so it, it makes me like, I don't know. My thing is, I can't say women have affected me. I don't fucking know. But when niggas is that confident, I'm like, no. And I know how much I like to work. So I'm like, <laughs> work. <laughs> Somebody's like, no, I, no woman ever faked me. I'm like, okay. Maybe, maybe they didn't. No, no, man. But I do know that women have been complaining about men not caring about their orgasms. And I think that's what part of the reason women fake. But it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't compute. I don't think you should fake. I think you should let that man know. I guess you don't break up with a nigga because he can't make you come. Well, maybe you do. It depends on how much time is put in. But you put in time, and you got to let him know what he's doing right, what he's doing wrong. Yeah. And ladies, you got to know your body. And because another thing, this is, and this is key. This is a little left field, but this is key. Making sure you come, ladies, is not the man's job. Your job, but if you have the right man, he will take on that responsibility with you. It's your body. You have to learn your body. You should know how to please your body. So you, it's your body. It's not his body. You don't know what to do. It's, your, it's yours. I, um, I had gotten to a point where I, I think I finally told him, I, I gotta make. I can make everybody squirt. I'm just doing amazing shit. Oh, everything was. Oh, it's great. This is eight of them things. Oh. And then I had a girl that was like, that was a little rough. What you talking about? I've been killing this game for. I'm on a hot streak. Then I had another girl who's like, oh, oh, like, y'all know who I am? Then I feel like Kevin Durant. I'm like, I, you know I'm Kevin Durant. I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. But then even then, after coming off what I would say the stresses I was on, where I felt like I was um, the best in the world, every woman is still different. 
So even if you get into a string of these five women, ah, that sixth one might want something totally different. And it would help if she knew. Because when a woman said, oh, no, 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 you know, that I was able to pivot and still, you know, either give her an amazing orgasm or give her an amazing performance, that uh, Oscar would be whatever the fuck. But my point is, you gotta, I, how do you feel about that statement as a woman, me saying that your orgasm is your responsibility? Um, I think there is some validity to that. I also believe that you should have a partner who is very interested in ensuring that you orgasm. When men aren't doing that, I call it them jerking off in the pussy. Yeah, some niggas are selfish. They just don't be giving a fuck if you come or not. And I was telling him that uh, he couldn't believe that men are selfish. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, there's, there are definitely selfish lovers and out there. Selfish lovers and more so inconsiderate. Like, if they, we, we know a lot of women don't come. So you get in there, you do what feels good to you, hope it feels good to her, then, then it's over. And that, that's tonight. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like, I think it's a percentage of men who don't, literally just don't consider the thought. You know what I'm saying? Because until the first time, when I, when I made the first girl come, um, I kept wanting to make every girl come. And then I was meeting girls who would say they'd never come before. You know, we were younger, women just never came. 18, she never. Mm-hmm. So I would try to make her come. And then I, I was meeting a string of women who just never came before. And that became like my thing, like I'm, I'm a, you know, it didn't happen the first night or time or whatever, but it became like intrigued in that. But I guess for men who don't have those kind of conversations, y'all just be fucking, you, you don't know whether she ever did or not. If you don't care, you know what I'm saying? How, how would you know? Who's gonna tell you? But um, ladies, tell these men you ain't coming. Make them put in that work, fuck that shit. Make them... Right? Yeah. Are you coming? I'm just sore. That's what you give a fuck before the podcast. Yeah, it was great too. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so now what the fuck story of the week? Male fucking before the podcast. Hey, you <laughs> gotta get she, it done. She fucked the man that had two, it's pen- two penises. It was it, no, uh, but it had been a minute. It's been over a month. I needed some dick. I'm mad at that. I, I'm not going to incriminate myself in this podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck story of the week? <laughs> uh, male's friend didn't have two penises, but there are children being born with two penises. Yeah, some baby in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. was born, obviously, a boy with um, two penises. And the doctors were going to allow him to keep the larger one. Um, but as it turns out, he couldn't pee out of that one. I forget the term, but... Basically, yeah. it was enough. The urethra. urethra. Mm-hmm. It was enough. Um, it was room. too narrow, yeah. so it wouldn't allow for urine to to vacate. Um, so yeah, so and they say that's common. Like we're not common. No, not but, common. It's but, only they only have a hundred recorded cases. Yeah, well, it, yeah, yeah. So not common, but it happened more than once. I guess. Yeah, like this is a thing. It's still rare as shit, though. Like so, it's probably more. How rare is our hermaphrodites? And, I I, and I'm not talking about Sierra, so stop. Who is not a hermaphrodite? She's not. Um, no, I don't know. But they have, they're born with two sexual organs, but they have the opposite organs. So they have a penis yeah, and a vagina. I feel like that is probably more common than, than this case. And the parents choose the sex. 
when it's, we have two penises, it's just like, yeah, you want to keep the bigger one, whatever, but you know, you still got a penis. Mm-hmm. But if you were going with a Whichever penis and a vagina, yeah, yeah, if you got a penis and a vagina, then you, you determine sex. Mm-hmm. Sex, not gender. Mm-hmm. Sex is what body parts you have, gender is what you identify as. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're determining their ultimate kind of their sex and their gender, or at least their gender role. Right, until, until they're they old enough age. to really, yeah, determine that for themselves. Can you imagine if you're like, I just feel like a woman, I feel like a woman, I feel like a woman, I got this dick on the side, on the side, on the side, then you find out. You were born with a vagina? Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? You guys, told you guys, mom, dad, shit. <laughs> yeah. The fuck, mom? That's wild. That's, that's. That's wild as shit. Yeah. Oh, I want to play with my new sounds, but I don't know what they are. I'm going to stick beside them. Oh yeah. Mm. All right. I just wanted to play one of the new sounds. Okay. Um. So that that's just crazy. That was our what the fuck story of the week because it's really like what the what the fuck they didn't feel down. Okay. I'm start watching TV by doing the pod. That shit. She just hit the five with the pinata. I know somebody's gonna fall. I know somebody's gonna fall. Oh shit. <laughs> there it is. Okay. It's Zuvu. Oh okay okay okay. So uh. Yeah, that's really wild. If you want to read up on it, I, we found that on uh, Gossip and Gazzo's blog, the Baby Wall with Two Penises. You want to read up on that, go check it out there. Um, and now we're moving on to our Don't Be Dumb Award. So dumb. You are really dumb. For real. For real. Uh, a man, a fan, got on a plane, well, for, on a blue jet. I don't know about my type. Yeah, jet blue. Jet, jet blue. I don't know how he was on there. I, yeah, I don't, so, I don't fly with jet blue. So, this like, is weird. so what you doing on jet blue, Mike Tyson? Exactly, okay. but he was on it for whatever reason, and he there was a fan. He took pictures with the fan, engaged with him, and then the fan just started like antagonizing, uh, antagonizing him. And I guess his friend or somebody else was recording, so he's doing little shit and looking back at the phone, fucking with Mike and screaming and yelling. The mic, looking back at the phone, doing little shit, and then eventually uh, Mike put the pause on. Him. Mike decided he'd had enough. He said, "Look, I'm not a fake person." And then he put the pause on him, man. He put the pause on him. You know, Mike Tyson doesn't really feel like that sounds. Quite like that. Uh, uh, uh. So he busts dude up pretty bad. Nah. Um, leave, don't touch Mike Tyson. Don't antagonize Mike Tyson. Why would you do that? I don't understand people. Like, this, this people be mad when celebrities react, but these motherfuckers are human. You know what I'm saying? It reminds me of the video. Did you see Nene walking through uh, Reagan National Airport? And this dude, like. The girl Nene Leaks? Yeah. Hmm. So she's walking through National, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the dude. He's like, "Oh, look, there's Nene. He's he's on this side of the hallway. See, she's coming down, and like he's going crazy, right? So then she crosses over to the other side of the hallway and keeps walking down that way. He then crosses over to you know to get directly into her path. She's on the phone, you know what I'm saying? So then, um, as she's walking up, he's like, um, "Nene, you know, I have your biggest fan over there. You know, da 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 da." She's on the phone. He has the camera all in her face. She pushes the camera, like pushes the phone and the camera out the way. So, the, but the headline on the on the um, video is like Nene assaults fan. It's like no, she didn't assault a fan. Like she pushed them, pushed push the phone out the fucking way because the fan is in her. I mean, the phone is in her face. You don't have the right to just recording yes. the people without their consent. I mean, leave these people alone. Stop, stop fucking with them if they're very obviously trying to ignore you. Leave them alone. They're human. Allow them their space. Yeah, man. And 
Um, there's a story in Will Smith's book um, about you know, how he's happy Will and you know blah blah blah. And he's saying how that's not really him inside of the image, which you know Oscar shit. But he says he's in the gym working out by himself, hard day, want to get a quick workout in. Nobody was in the gym. He was at the Cannes Film Festival and he just did a uh, workout in between uh, movies, viewing, judging movies or whatever. And a fan came in and started recording immediately. Will, 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 hey Will. And he was like, uh, like put his hand on the phone, like something recording. <laughs> and he said, my little cousin has autism or something. He's your biggest fan. I just want you to, I'm gonna FaceTime, can you just say hi? And he said, normally he just does it all the time. But he made a promise to himself, like my time is my time. And I don't care if it's a fan or a willow one, my time is mine. And he said, no. And he was like, but will it be really quickly? You don't get to say hi, it's gonna make that day. You're a favorite person, this is real, this is real quick. No. And he was like, no. He was like, why? And he said, I tried to come up with the most honest answer I could. And he said, because I don't feel like it. That's honest. And he said, the fan looked at him, he said like he had three heads and left like, like that can't be Will Smith. And he said he um, went back to the hotel room and cried the rest of the night. Because him trying to create that boundary for himself made him hurt somebody else's feelings. Mm -hmm. And he just felt like a piece of shit. That's why I'm, I'm team Will, man. But I, like I said, I read his book about 17 times. You know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, people want their privacy, like when um, and they should be allowed to have that. Like Ashanti was here this weekend, and I didn't even go to the show because I know people sued me there. They'd have, it would have been tabloid. People was already tagging me and everything. But she comes from man, we want our time. We don't always want to be on a stage <sighs> oh, for everybody. Everything isn't a podcast, you guys. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Everything ain't a podcast. Shit. Um. But what was the podcast? Um, but Cam Newton went on. Oh Lord, Cam! Me and guys were for game to discuss uh, a plethora of topics, but one happened to be the concept of bad bitches. And you know, you know, I guess he was saying the bad bitches is you know, the, quote unquote, attractive women, expensive dress, and all that shit. And, and I, I like to use the term the women that grab air. <laughs> If y'all can see us on YouTube, I'm showing y'all how to be grabbing. Do it, Mill. Whenever we start grabbing A, I'm like, hey, let me grab the A with me. I know, I know that attitude about to come up. Don't you grab it? See, see, don't be grabbing no A. Um, I thought I was getting what he was trying to say, but the more I listened, I was like, I'm not sure, because he said he speaks to. You know, you a bad bitch, but can you cook? Can you clean? Um, you know, you a bad bitch, but uh, do you know when to shut up? You, know, you a bad bitch, but and I was just like, ah, read the room, bro. The most two most sexist things that come from it's like said asking a black person do they eat chicken and watermelon is telling the woman, in my opinion, that you quit me from wrong. But telling the woman or, or, or referring to a woman as uh, kitchen and bedroom type shit. You know what I'm saying? No one to cook a meal, no one to be quiet, like those kind of stereotypes or whatever you want to call it. And it's just like, people got to relax. I understand what he's saying, I think, because a lot of times I do think, like, I just don't want to shut the fuck up. But I, I wouldn't put a, 
I just wouldn't have said it the way he did it. I was going to say, I understood exactly what he was trying to say. I just wouldn't have said it that way. Like, there's a better way to say it. Because I do think that there are oftentimes women who do, I don't say oftentimes, but this sentence is coming out where it's funny. Um, anyway, um, I do recognize that there are times where women need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> For real. Like, I recognize that. So he wasn't entirely incorrect in what he said it was how he said it and yeah. this is a bigger issue for me like you gotta like you said read the room bro. like especially in 2022 yeah, you gotta be a little bit more creative about how you speak about certain topics especially regarding women um and I think it's even a matter of every, all of, none of us, you know, there are probably men who don't know when to be quiet. You know, it's not, that's not really a gender specific thing. Um, I, my, my only, my only thing I always add to that is women don't become the man that hurt you. I like women. I don't like men. You acting like a nigga that hurt you, then you act like a nigga. I don't date niggas. So be a woman at all times. And if you go act like a man, act like a good man. He's like women start imitating our worst qualities. He's scared of shit. You look like you. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I was being chased by a polar bear. No, you were not. Oh, oh shit. hell no. Oh. <laughs> 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 and then please tell me it's a dog in the house. Please tell me it's a third dog. Oh, okay. Man. Sorry about that. Uh, We're watching America's Funniest yeah. Home Videos. Well, Alfonso Ribeiro. Um, oh, my God. Oh, man. Sorry about that, y'all. People and dogs. Man. Yeah. Dogs yeah. scare shit out you. you. Your whole life about to end. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, a dog rolled up on me the other day, and I, I was like, I'm like, oh, shit. And I just saw him, and I was like, sit. He didn't sit. He kind of looked at me like, hmm? I'm like, sit. Stay. And I walked away like this. Oh my God. Scared of shit. Scared of shit. But he didn't do nothing. And I don't know if it was because of the command or if he was coming to play. You know, and he obviously wasn't trying to kill me. He ain't can't attack me. So he might have been coming to play. I'm like, damn, nigga, I'm trying to play. You telling me to sit? Right. Come on. But I just, he just throw snuck up on me. Throw the ball, like, throw the ball, throw the ball, throw right, the ball, right. throw the ball. What? What? Because I mean, if you just look and it's a big ass dog right there, you ain't even really got time to run. Yeah, you know I might run, but was it, it was like right rolling there. up on you, like like running up on you. It was. I don't know where it came from. From what I saw, it was standing there and just gingerly walking. But I was like, "Oh, yo, see, I wouldn't have had. I'd have just minded my business if I'd have seen that though." It, it was right there. I know, but if you said it wasn't like attacking, hmm. I'd have been fine. Well, I didn't know because I, I was like this, and I was like, "Oh," and I didn't know what he was doing before I looked. Mm -hmm. All I know was he didn't jump. He just was sitting there. He didn't uh -huh. bark. He was a nice dog. He was a nice dog. Or he was just scared of me because I don't have that shit no more. Ain't no more animals chasing me around like that barracuda did when I feel. Mm hmm. Fuck all that. Um, the Chihuahua. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, oh, I missed the Hustle Award, man. We got to we gotta get a goddamn round of applause for this shit. This is um, excellent. Until you news. find it. Until I find it. <laughs> <laughs> We have uh, a Tribe Called Quest and Wu-Tang Clan's classic albums. Ooh, shit. Oh, uh, uh, Enter the 36 Chambers and Low End Theory, I believe. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, both going to be inducted, archived in the Library, Library of Congress. Congress. Those are two of the most influential albums on me as a rap fan and as a rapper. 
Um, it's just uh, Tribe Called Quest uh, gave us its own scenario. I wish they would do Midnight Marauders. That needs to go in there too. Probably. You think that's better than Low End Theory? I don't think I really know Low End Theory. Low End Theory is. But I know Midnight Marauders. Uh, bugging out, um, bugging out, bugging out. We got the jazz. We got the jazz. It's a scenario. Yeah, I know Midnight Marauders. Probably Ace thing. Um, I think my sister just played Midnight Marauders more because that's how I would have heard it. Yeah, I I vividly remember. I'm gonna go on a limb. I want to say that Low End Theory is Tribe Called Quest's best album. Okay. Um, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying it needs to. They also need to add Midnight Marauders. I'm a big fan of Midnight Marauders. I would put that probably tied with people's instinctive journeys and travel, whatever the fuck that album called. But I, low end, to me, Low End Theory is the best one. But yeah, put all them zones in there. And put uh, uh, No Bricks in there too, and New World Order, and Who's New, God damn, you know, and Dollar Ticks. So I'm the mayor of Dollar Ticks. I'm a Dollar Tician. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in conspicuous consumption. Really? If you have it, flaunt it. Flaunt it. Really? Flaunt it. <laughs> Something wrong with him, y'all. I ain't listening to you. You know, your life would be so much better if you did listen to me. I was just listening to somebody yesterday. Um, what? I'm like, for real? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, not that I should listen to you. Oh, yeah, they should you listen should. to me. No, you should listen to me. Well, sometimes you be having some good shit. Sometimes you do. I give you credit. You, got, you be having some good shit. <laughs> um, uh, what else? That's the Fire Nipsey Hustle the Bull. Also, yeah. we're going to get one. <laughs> Clap it up for our goddamn sales. Gag! 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 It's like a trap called us. You say the whole thing. Like a tribe called Quest, you say the whole thing. Um, on our ten year anniversary, um, uh, let's see. My fact, let's do it right here. Um, since we congratulating ourselves on ten years, which is a milestone. Joe Budden hasn't done ten years. Robert the Citizens haven't done ten years. Uh, I don't think Joe Rogan's done ten years. Like this is to be a, a podcast, internet radio show, internet TV show, whatever. And I will put it to you this way: What have you done for ten years? I worked for Sherwin Williams for 10 years. We're not young, we're not us. I, I know, yeah. I'm just saying. But that's that's major. something else that's I've done major. for 10 years, which is um, fucking ridiculous. I've been in Georgia 10 years. I've been in Georgia, I'd be 13 years. Yeah. In yeah. August. Um, I was selling a vacation, but the only thing I did longer than 10 years was fuck you. Damn. And she was like, oh, am I offended? I'm like, no, that's like, a good thing. You lasted the longest. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, but uh, what else? Um, oh, so yeah, I went, I went one down. So when I first decided to start a show, I was still living in DC and I was um, dating Gooch and she had an internet radio show and I used to go to her show like every week. And I talked to her uh, station manager about doing a show in Atlanta and how could I, how could I work that out? And he gave me a couple of ideas, asked JB if he wanted to do, do the show with me. He said, yeah. Um, by the time I moved to Georgia, he decided he didn't want to do it anymore. Cause nobody, everybody in the five was against it. I don't know why. It's weird, but they were like, internet radio, why the hell would you do that? I was like, well, I want to do it. So I thought I'd do it myself. So JB helped me get stuff set up. And then like about a week or two before I was doing the first episode, he was like, no, nah, I do want to do it. 
We did our first episode April 18th, 2012, day after my birthday. So the anniversary of my birthday is usually the same show, but we took off last week. And then uh, we did the show. I always wanted a female voice. So I think we uh, started inviting on different female guests. Um, and I will say that we were hit, hit the curve on this. I've always felt that all of these topics deserve to have a female voice, which is why it was always important to have a female on the show. Um, and we, I think we started with um, Ivory, and I think Amber on, then Toots, then Mia, then Mel. No, I think Mel, then Mia, then Mel. No, Mel, then Mia, then Toots and Ivory, then Mel again, then you and Lex. Mm -hmm. And at some point we had Big Chris doing the soundboard for a little bit. And then um, shit, when I was in jail, my whole family called them was on the show for, Damn. for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and then um, Lex. Then, and me. Then Lex and you. And then just Lex. And then just you. And then you and Lex. And then just you. <laughs> Then Tori and oh shit! Then no 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 it was um Meek Meek my homegirl okay. Meek then Meek on for months then Meek and Tori mm -hmm. then just Tori mm -hmm. then, then, then it was back to me and JB mm -hmm. and then me and then we brought you back as soon as we brought you back JB left yeah then we brought on J Lou yep I think that's all the guests. Let me give a round of applause to, uh, to, to all me, of our guests. Because I've been here. <laughs> the most, <laughs> I'm definitely the most consistent human. I want to see the thank, thank you. You got to be there. Okay. All right, that's enough. Jesus. Um, it was like 30 seconds of nothing but sound. <laughs> they, 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 the office like, what the fuck? No, oh I'm trying to get my job done. I'm trying to work. I'm bossing my own shooting. Who's shooting? Oh, and if anybody's listening to this, to this while you're at home, hey, Siri, play a pod named Kickback. <laughs> Alexa, we, play a pod named Kickback. I said that all wrong. No, you did it right. Oh. Because Hey Siri is like on the phone, but Alexa is the Google one that you play it then. Mm -hmm. we, we're on both. We're on uh, Audible. Because maybe somebody has like their laptop or something like that. Maybe they're watching yeah. on their laptop and they have their phone there. And then it'll be like, hey, Siri. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Siri, she ain't listening right now. So Right. My phone ain't do nothing. I'm like, I'm going to stop the whole recording. But I think the Alexa thing might work. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Just totally got sidetracked. Anyway, totally. So, um, before we get out of here, Netflix and chill. Yes. Um, I don't know why Force is up there. Force is. Over. Yeah, Force ended a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I um, didn't finish it yet. Oh, but well, damn. Well, I guess we'll skip that. Sorry. Um, Snowfall. Um, <sighs> a lot. If you haven't seen a spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Oh my. Uh, God. you can go ahead and cut the podcast off. We, we're gonna talk about this and oh, talk about Pussy T album. My God. A little bit of basketball, and then we out of here. Or you can fast forward five minutes, um, starting now. So, um, this week was the season five finale of Snowfall. You have one season left. Yeah, one season left. So, this week's episode 
was wild. Franklin, Louis, Jerome, Mama. What's, what's my old white guy? My old old dude. Avi. Avi. R.I.P. Avi. Avi kept a G though. Oh, I was so hurt that they killed Avi. The Cuban KGB guy killed Avi. Avi ain't gave the folks up. Avi ain't gave Franklin up. He gave up Reed. Yeah. He ain't give up Franklin. Yo, Franklin's about to go nuts because Franklin, so we start the episode, um, Franklin and Veronique getting it in. I could have gone without that, but hey, people get it in. Um, yeah, I wish they would have just given him Ashanti or somebody, or Janelle Monet. Oh, Lord. I'm anyway. not going to say that bad about the young lady, but or light-skinned Keisha. No, somebody other than her. Help me out. That somebody other than Devin Tyler. Yeah. Um, so even the the, they, um, the girl Benzino, like you know he uh with the train, I'm being funny. Oh, oh you can't say that word. Stop. Somebody edit that out. Oh my god. You anyway, anybody edit it out. No, we don't. Anyway, so he um we we fast forward to Franklin on the phone with the bank, all his money is gone. $73 million is gone. And you know who took the money? Reed. Reed. Reed took the money. Reed had already set some shit in motion before Franklin had even quit. And he robbed this nigga $73 million. In the 80s. Yes. Which is worth $191 million in 2022. You did the math? Yeah, I um, looked it up on Google. He's so thorough with the snowfall. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, when he said it on uh, while I was watching the show, I was like, "How much was <laughs> seventy three million? Um, so, yeah, it's a lot of fucking money, yo. That's a lot of money. Oh my god, all gosh. of his money. He stole all the money. So then he, you know, Franklin gets Veronique and his mama together, and he like, we need to figure out like how much money I got after like all the properties and shit like that." Um, how much money do we have coming in just from off the rentals? Like, what's really good? So, you know, they do that. They do that. This is fast forwarding through the episode a little bit, but they do that and kind of find out he's like, so damn, I'm not even broke. I'm in debt. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. I know, so, I know Yeah. So poor Franklin. So um, he, you know, reaches out to Reed. He tries to bargain with Reed, like, you know, I made a mistake. You know, this is that the third. Frank Reed's like, it's too late. Um, so go, then go back from Louis. Yeah, so then he calls him. He's like, Listen, you crack a motherfucker. Like, I'm gonna do, <laughs> you know, this is then the third. And he's like, I'm gonna spend, I'm gonna make sure I invest like every minute that I have into like showing you, yeah, and everybody you love. And Reed's like, Oh, you think this is bad? Just wait. He's like, You think you lost everything? Just wait. So, yeah, it's interesting to see where that's gonna go. But fast forward. So then Reed, I mean, not Reed, uh, Franklin reaches out to Louis. Mm-hmm. Who he's not really fucking with, but he got a caller because like yeah, Reed just stole all the money. So he's like, "Hey, I need you to do me a favor. Like, I know you in front now, but like, I, Reed won't talk to me, and I need you on your next drop to let me know when the next meetup is, so I can talk to him." And she's like, "I can't do that." And I'm like, "Oh Lord, this is not going to end well." Like. I didn't pull the piece out on like shorty. Yeah. You can't like what w- w- exactly can't you do? And her little new puppy. Yeah, her crackhead cop friend. You get the puppy reference? No. From uh American American Gods. 
Okay. Puppy. Yeah, puppy. <laughs> um, hey, puppy. Um, Did you ever finish that? No. I never watched anything after season one. I didn't either. No, it's still on. Like, they're like on season four or some shit. Yeah, I need to go back and watch it. I mean, oh, that's stars? I think so. I canceled my subscription because of uh, 50 Cent. Me, I, well, I canceled my subscription. Period. Thank you, because I'm just hot. I'm just like burning the fuck up right now. It, 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 it's the lights. Well, it's actually 80 <laughs> degrees, no air conditioning on, and it's the lights. Yeah, I'm hot. And these hot ass braids, too. So, like, I'm trying to cool myself. Um, oh my God. Anyway. Whew. So, uh, we have the, uh, the KGB took our Avi. Yeah. Um, uh, under, not direction, but under uh, information given to him by the mama. Right? So, I don't really feel like he needed to kill Avi. Like, that wasn't. I don't he's think not so after Avi. Right. He was after Reed. So why he felt the need to kill Avi? Well, one, Avi knew too much at that point in time. He was yeah. Avi wasn't going to live. Avi should have shot them niggas when he was when they, he realized that they were in his warehouse or whatever when they initially kidnapped him and he was fighting mm-hmm. the KGB dude and the other dude. He should have shot them niggas. Like you heard them rumbling around your warehouse at like four a.m. Why are you asking? Why are you? Why are you Avi, a former like Israeli? You're an arms dealer, like nigga. You got all the weapons. Why are you asking questions? Shoot these niggas. They in your space at four a.m. The fuck? Why are you like, hey, stop? Fuck that. Shoot. Yeah. You got yeah. guns. Shoot them niggas. Yeah. Um. So he yeah. Always coming back up. He's yeah. He's been on his the baby shit. So at that point, off. when <laughs> when he got kidnapped, it was very low. Just keep stepping on my jokes, huh? There's a very low probability that Avi was gonna survive. Um. You really think I'll be listening? To you? <laughs> I ain't listening to you. So, but I was definitely hurt when 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 he shot Avi yeah, in the he, stomach he, and Avi started singing and shit. Yeah, I was like, oh, he about to oh, die. He's singing this really fight song. Dog, I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, not Avi, not Avi. And then he shot him in the head, and I was like, no, Avi. And then they did like something real creative with the, with the, the lens and they showed his glasses. And the yeah, blood. the blood splatter yeah. and stuff like that. And then that the blood crazy. pouring out of the bullet wound, like out of his face. It was gross. Um, and as, as we alluded to, Franklin asked Louie for help getting she to read. She wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. He might have so pulled then, a gun on her. And mm-hmm. then the crackhead cop pulled a gun on uh, Franklin. Franklin, and she said she gonna let him slide because of because he's your um, because, because of Jerome. I'm gonna let that slide, but if I see you again, like I'm gonna kill you, whatever the right. fuck she said. So that's so that's war, that's war with Franklin mm-hmm. between Franklin and the mama, yeah, and Jerome and Louis. Then uh, Franklin devises a plan and robs with, with, with the girls. Yeah, Black Di- girls. Black Diamond and Dallas. Black Diamond and Dallas, and they go and rob. Franklin, I mean Louis and Jerome, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like everything. Yeah, they all the stash houses, took all the money, all the, drugs, all the all coke. The, yep. Yeah, robbed them niggas. Like because yeah. oh, so you want help me? But and and they'd already mm-hmm. frozen their accounts because they like oh, we don't want shit to happen to us because you know he robbed. If Reed robbed you, there's no you know. Yeah, no telling what he, he can do. Us. Us. So, so they frozen their assets. There's but a he, war. Yeah, now, I'm I'm painting this picture for you guys. So you have Frank. Well, right now you have Franklin. Versus Louis, which could mean Franklin versus Louis and Jerome, and Franklin and the Mama versus Louis and Jerome. 
So you have that dynamic. You have the the Cuban KGB, Cuban KGB um, attacking ultimately Reed, which is the CIA. And then in the climax of the episode, uh, Franklin tells his mother everything that's going on, and she says, "Hey, man, I know some people. We got something for the CIA." Excuse me, Mama. Who, you know Melanie New? Like, no, not Melanie New. The Cuban KGB. I think I'm concerned about how well that's going to play out because Franklin and Avi were pretty cool. They had a pretty dope relationship because mm-hmm. Avi's the one who like really put him on. He needs soldiers. Oh, and we left out that Franklin went to the hospital. Yeah, to go to see Kane. Kane and tell Kane that it was Louis. Mm-hmm. So now Kane's crew presumably is backing up. Franklin. Franklin. Mm-hmm. So now Franklin. And of course Leon crew. is back in Franklin too. Yeah, and he, of course. Until he goes until he goes to Africa. Right. Rwanda. I don't think they're gonna make it. One of them niggas ain't gonna make it. Yeah. That it like it never plans out that it never pans out where yeah, nobody, the people they, who are trying they, to leave, you know, make it. Yeah. Like it didn't work in Menace. It's, it's it didn't Rwanda. work in um, 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 um paid um, in, not paid in full, um, belly. Um, belly. It worked in Jason's lyric. Okay. We didn't know to the end. Not Jason's lyric. It didn't work in Jason's lyric. Set it up. It worked in oh. wherever Wesley Snipes, Sugar Hill. Because the brother shot him, we thought he died. And then they showed um, the wife on the train, like leaving, like all, you know, just looking like the world ended. And then they showed like five years later, and he was in a wheelchair playing catch with it, with their son. Oh, yeah. So he, the one that made it was. Uh, Sugar Hill. Okay. Have you seen Sugar Hill with yes. Romello? Mm-hmm. Hey, that's my movie. You know? I used to watch Sugar Hill all <gasps> the time. He was the smoking the, the, the brother gave the um, father the drugs and killed him. Whoa! Whoa! You know they made that a meme for when niggas getting head, but when you get your ass licked. Whoa! Oh my gosh! So I think next season is going to be all out war. Yes. I think that um, Louis or Jerome, one of them got to die. I feel like it's going to end up being Jerome. If Louis doesn't die, I'm going to Compton to kill her. <laughs> um, and I also... No, no, me too. What I was going to say is um, with Franklin and Franklin's mama being connected to the KGB guy... I don't know how well that's going to play out for her once Franklin gets wind of the fact that that was the same person who killed Avi. The same did... person that killed his father. No. So that was Reed. Now. That was Reed and them who killed his father. Okay. But the Cuban KGB guy, that's the nigga who obviously killed Avi. Mm-hmm. And once Franklin gets wind of that, I think that could definitely be a problem. That's definitely going to cause him. friction in his relationship with his mother. He just wants a little friction, but he need him. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like uh, on force. The time he had to go and get the other army, like, we were trying to kill each other, but I need you now. Our enemy is bigger than us. We, our enemy the is enemy, fire for the My enemy is my friend. Exactly. I still think it's going to cause problems in his relationship with his mother. Like, they already got problems. He's been cussing her out for the last two weeks. Had, and so this is not going to help. It's not. <laughs> and something's going to come out about his father. Something very specific. And it's going to fuck shit up. Alton is probably still alive. Yeah, something's going to come out about his father. Because he, if he, I mean, one, we didn't see him die. And, right. and if they didn't die on camera, the motherfuckers are still alive. You ever seen the He in a black site somewhere. Queens? In Gu- he in Guantanamo Bay. No. He, he with Tupac in Cuba. 
he he ain't going to turn up on You seen um the TV show Queens with Brain no. and Eve? They make you think one of them motherfuckers died, and you just all oh, is terrible. They're like, we gotta move on without her. They see all these things that, that pre- presume death, and then they see her on the island. I'm like, I, I, I haven't watched the episode since, but um, it's a show with four black women, well, three black women and a Spanish woman, and a couple of them. Oh, Lord, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Nope. Oh, man. <laughs> what the wow. fuck? All right, Mr. Note, never try to do the podcast with America's Funniest Home Videos on. Oh, that could have ended horribly. It could have. Oh, Lord. Hey. I like that. I, um, oh, oh, Lord, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, Fucking oh no! Oh, I thought she was about to go out the window. <laughs> oh, oh, kids, get oh me. Lord Jesus! <laughs> this is not. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just spilled my drink all over myself, man. Right. All right, dog. All right, this is the end of the show. I just spilled. I just spilled the fucking shit all over myself. If y'all can see these people flipping in the phone and getting fucked up, they got me spilling my drink. They got Mel snorting. This is a lot of shit going on. Um, we're gonna end it with this. Um, oh my god! I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna catch up on Moon Knight tonight. Um, and I watched the episode of Atlanta, the one where Paperboy was locked up and got out of jail. I watched that when I went to the little party and shit. So I watched that one. Um, so we we would do our snowfall and moon, not snowfall, Atlanta and Moon Knight. Review next week, so y'all catch up and get caught up on that. Push the team. Oh my god! Um, why I'm never sitting around on phones because we need to have a phone on phones. So push the team. Um, his new album is almost dry. Twelve tracks, six produced by Kanye West, six produced by Pharrell from the Neptunes. Features Kanye West, Pharrell, Jay Z, Kid Cudi, uh, Lil Uzi Vert, and I believe Don Tolliver. Um, it is a really good album. Um, I don't know if I would say it's the best album of the year. It's definitely in the running. Um, it's 12 tracks, nice and short and sweet. And it talks a lot about Virginia drug dealer. Mm-hmm. So a lot of male old boyfriend's names get mentioned in songs and shit. It's like, if you're gonna make a, a drug album where everybody knows shit real, you're gonna say all real names. That's kind of what he did. And it's, it sounds good, man. Um, I, I'm not going to call it a classic, at least not yet. But I ain't going to say it is really good. And I said I was going to start giving uh, like five mics and shit or four mics, whatever I think. So I'm going to give, uh, right now, I'm going to give it four kickbacks. Okay. You, you know, four uh, kickbacks, heard. Yeah, I give it, yeah, about four kickbacks. Um, Megan Thee Stallion dropped a new single called Plan B. She's going off on some guy she used to date and how he ain't shit and how he's only popping because he dated her and, and different bitches be fucking him now because they want to fuck the nigga that she fucked. And um, I don't know who she's talking about, but, you know, I have no idea. Did you see her little interview snippet that came out with Gail King? No, I've been, I've been meaning to, to watch it. I didn't get a chance to She said straight up, Tori shot me. He said, dance, bitch, and then start shooting at me. Like, shooting at the ground. And I'm like, he's saying... I didn't shoot you. You never saw me shoot you. You don't know who shot you. You weren't watching. 
but it wasn't me because I didn't have the gun. She said, I saw him. He was standing in the, over the window of the car and shooting, and she didn't know where to move because, you know, if he shoot that way, she knew that way, shoot that way. She didn't know how to move, so she just kind of froze. And um, with Gail King, um, mm-hmm. one, I think, Stephen Jackson said, we, we should take our stuff to the nigga news. Gail King ain't one of us. She ain't for the culture. She said, oh, the fuck up shit about Kobe after he died. She could have went on a million dollars with the game. She could have went with B. Simone. She could have came on a pioneer and kickback. She could have went somewhere else than a Gil King. That is true. And I do want to acknowledge that. But the fact that her and Tori's stories are so different, somebody's a full of shit liar. This ain't somebody made a mistake or somebody got confused. Somebody is bold faced lying, knowing they're going to court. Now, I don't know who it is, but somebody is. Lying at a level that it's like, dog, mm-hmm. the truth is going to come out at some point. Mm-hmm. It ain't gonna be good. <laughs> it ain't. It's, 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 it's gonna get ugly before it get pretty. Mm-hmm. It's gonna go before surgery. I'm telling you. But, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but um, push the album. I like it. Listen to it. Makes new single. I like. It. Listen to it. Um, Southside and Future put out a new single. That shit is that shit is rocking. Oh, Lord, um, future. future albums up this week. Yeah, so we'll I'm just not here for the future is the greatest rapper alive. Yeah, that not that Elliot Wilson was trolling. They, they, they give a nigga an opportunity to write for GQ and he, he come up with shit like this. I don't know why the future is very influential. Future birthed a style that was funny. Uh, future is talented. Future has classics. Somebody trying to get laid. And every damn thing else. Real bad. But um, Future News, uh, <laughs> this is disturbing. It you is, know who that is? It looks like rape. No. But who, what is it? Because she throwing it at him. Yeah. Basically. Oh, shit. But, um... Yeah, Future's not the best rapper alive. I don't know who who would say such a thing. You do got to give him his credit. He the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just is what it is. He changed up. He invented mumble rap. I ain't give him credit. But he's just not the best rapper alive. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> oh, man. So, on that note, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get the fuck about here. Thank you for celebrating our 10 year anniversary with us. We appreciate it so much. Um, big things to come in the future, more things to come. Me, Mel, and J. Lou are dedicated and committed to bringing you the best product we can. And as much as they steal from us, we'll just get more and more innovative and bring you things that they can't think of because they, they, can, they can't do what we do until after we do it. Right. Oof. So we ain't got to worry about that. We can keep being more, more and more creative and bring you original, original, yeah, original, 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 uh, yeah, shit. Original. Original. <laughs> I, I was gonna make. I was gonna name a song either original or original, and I could. I never did it because I couldn't think of which one to go with. I think I was gonna go with original in the apostrophe at the end. Original. Ratchets and Ratchet, merch is still available, you guys. Um, um, yeah, my, my, my forehead definitely glistening. The water was glistening all over your body. body. All right, y'all, we out, man. And 
we will be leaving you on this note every week because I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job. We love y'all.